Welcome to the Joyfully Raising Grands podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lee, and thank you for listening. Joyfully Raising Grands is a podcast for grandparents raising grandchildren with a focus on community, resource, and love. We hope to shine a light on the positive actions we can take every day to become our best selves, serve our grandchildren well, and find joy in every day. You can always find out what we're up to at LauraLeeLLC.com, on Instagram at LauraLeeLLC, or on Facebook at Laura Lee. Today, we welcome Tracy Popham to the podcast. Tracy is an author, entrepreneur, life coach, mother, grandmother, and health and wellness enthusiast. Her mission is to help women awaken their greatest within, honor that greatness, and then make the changes in their life to be that highest version of themselves. Tracy offers this transformation by teaching how the power of our thoughts control everything we do, how we see the world, each other, and ourselves. By learning to control our thoughts, we can control and change our behavior, our energy, and our world. Tracy's journey to transformation started when she unexpectedly became a widow and a single mom at a young age. Trying to navigate her own grief while still raising her three daughters forced her to find ways to come out of the depression, despair, and anxiety-ridden life. She did this by going within, seeking God through prayer and meditation, and replacing her negative thoughts with positive, life-giving affirmations. She believes we are all gifts to the world and to each other, and she wants to help everyone uncover their gifts, step into their greatness, and live a life they desire and deserve. Tracy just published her new book, I Am, Powerful Affirmations to Awaken Your Highest Self. It's available now on Amazon. You can find Tracy on Instagram at tracy.popham, on Facebook at Tracy L. Popham, and her website, tracylpopham.com. I just want to welcome you. I'm so glad that you're here, Tracy. Let's go ahead and get started. And if you don't mind, just tell us a little bit about your background where you've been and how you got to where you are today. A little bit about my background is I am the mother of three beautiful daughters. And um, I was fortunate enough after I climbed the corporate ladder as far as I could climb it and had my third daughter walking across the stage to get my diploma. Uh, About a year later, I realized that's not how I want to live my life, nor do I want them to live their lives that way. I was, you know, grabbing them out of the bed, putting their little bunny suits on, putting them in the car seat, the diaper bags, out the door we go. You know, just really no time to enjoy and treasure them, really. Someone else was getting to enjoy that. And so my husband and I, we made a decision that we would, I would quit my job and we would become a single income family and I'd be a stay-at-home mom. And so we did that. And, um, Looking back, it was the best decision that we ever made. Fast forward, probably eight years later, he unexpectedly passed away. And so obviously I became a widow and a single mom at a young age. And I was thrown into, (laughs) I mean, just a world that I never dreamed would happen to me, right? And to my daughters. And so that whole process of, suddenly becoming a single mother and grieving terribly, knowing that I had to 
be present for them, for their well-being, somehow, through God's grace, I was able to dig deep inside and find that strength and courage to show up for them. And so through that journey, it, it just, you know, it was a process of trial and error. You know, I did turn to drugs, prescription meds. Um, I did turn to alcohol and I realized again, by the grace of God, that I was, I was numbing the pain. Like at some point I needed to deal with that pain. Otherwise I was going to keep going around the mountain and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be that for my girls. Um, I wanted to be, you know, a, a role model, really someone that they could look up to and they could say, you know, no matter what happens, mom has her faith. She's resilient. You know, she's courageous. And I just give God that, that credit because um, there were many, many days that I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to get out of the pit. So that was a, a journey. And, and then I realized, you know, there are so many women out there hurting and wearing so many different hats, trying to be all for everyone. And we're exhausted. And we put ourselves on the back burner and we put everyone first. And I was like, you know what? If I could help one person see the importance of their thoughts, the importance of self-care, the importance of being in the moment, because I would catch myself never really being in the moment, but always I was either in the future, like, oh my gosh, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And here's my to-do list. And I've got, you know, I didn't get that one checked off. And, you know, all the pressure that we put on ourselves or I was in the past and I was, you know, reliving things that I wish had not happened or I had not done or I had not said. And so I was finally able to give myself the forgiveness that I had given everyone else, but, but I had not even realized I wasn't giving it to myself. And so once I, you know, was able to, and it was a process. I mean, it just didn't happen overnight, but it was a deliberate, intentional way of thinking and coming aware of my thoughts and saying, okay, that's negative. That's not helping you at all. And so then I um, wanted to give back. I, I wanted to give to this woman. So I went and got my life coach certificate because I thought at that time, my girls were still in high school. I was still doing the high school years as a single mom. And I wanted something that I could do at home remotely that I could also be of service to others. And so I thought, well, life coach is perfect because I'm a natural encourager. I realize that now I'm a natural cheerleader. Like I love to cheer people on and yes, you can. And you go girl and you've got <laughs> this, you know, all the things. We need that. And we need that every day. <laughs> we do need it every day. And so, um, and so I got the certificate and then Laura life happened along the way. And you know, my oldest daughter got married and then she had the baby uh, at 28 weeks, two pounds, 13 ounces. And so I put my life on hold to help her and praise God. He's a thriving three-year-old little boy. And I was helping her for basically two years because not long after we brought him home, she was pregnant again. And so um, with another little boy, precious Aiden and Austin, they're 11 months apart. And so again, I was over there helping her. And so my point in telling you all that is that I had to put my journey on hold every now and then. But 
Looking back now, it, you know, God has a plan for all of us. And I remember telling one of my daughters, don't, don't do this next step in your life thinking that it's, it's the end. Like this is just a stepping stone, right? To your end goal, whatever that is. And so I would tell myself that, you know, yes, you put two years on hold, but, but you were, she needed you. Those babies needed you. God had you right where he wanted you. You, you learned from it, you know, and you spoke into them, which is what he calls us to do, right? To serve. And so I let all that go. And then, you know, now they're all healthy and happy and, and, and they're like, okay, mom, it's your turn. You know, you go girl. <laughs> so, so I picked my book back up and I picked up, you know, my message and what I wanted to say. And, and, uh, and so that's how the book came about. It's just wanting to share with other women. Yes. Life is not easy. Yes. It throws us curveballs, but if we will have the right mental outlook, and attitude and energy and be able to be present in the moment, you know, kind of God will take care of the rest. You know, I mean, it's not permission to sit back on our laurels by any stretch, but just keep moving forward and keep applauding your little steps. Like the other day, I wanted to get so down because I, I hadn't done this and I hadn't done that. And I was like, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. But you did do this, 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 and this. And that was big. So give yourself, let's just celebrate you for just a minute. Can you give yourself just a minute? You know, and for the most part, I, I don't, I won't, I don't know why, um, but I'm getting better. So again, it's a journey and it's a process. So that is, that's my story and uh, in a nutshell, <laughs> there are many, many more layers, but well, you've got an amazing story and we're thankful that you're sharing it with us. So why a book, Tracy? You could, I mean, there are so many outlets that you could have chosen, right? So why a book? Why start here? Well, um, the reason I wrote the book is because I'm a bookie. I love books. Back when I was isolating myself and was depressed, uh, my books were my best friend. And I would find an author that I liked self-help books really. And I would have spiritual or mental surgery, right? Where, while I was reading the book and I would literally sometimes just put the book down and weep. And it was just like, you know, through this beautiful person that, you know, deceased or living, I, I may never meet them if they're living, obviously if they're deceased, I will see them in heaven, but they just ministered to me and did and removed when I say surgery like they would open my eyes to uh, a thought that I had been holding on to one of them was being able to forgive myself and the other one was the hardest person to um you know to forgive is the person looking back at you in the mirror and I was like wow and, and then the other one that I just weeped about was the one that said uh, it was a grief. It was a book on grief. And I had, re I did not even realize that I had not forgiven my husband for dying. Like I was mad at him for dying and leaving me a widow and leaving our three beautiful daughters without a father. Yes. And so <laughs> again, it was like surgery. It was like, oh my gosh, I, I haven't forgiven him for dying. I, I, I am mad at him. 
and I'll tease and say, I can't wait to get to heaven and just rip him a new one. Like, what what were you thinking? Why did you do this to me? But just little things like that. So I thought, you know, in a book, and then I can pick it up at a later date. I can go back and reread it. And as opposed to just doing a video or, you know, just Instagram blurb, I just feel like books minister. They can minister to someone and keep on ministering. Like I'm hoping you can get my book and flip through it and whatever page that you open is what you needed to hear that day. And so I purposely didn't put dates on there. Um, and I, and I, and I just hope that that's my hope that the, whoever buys the book, gets the book, they'll highlight it. They'll go, yes, yes, I needed <laughs> to hear that today. Yes, I am all of that because we're our worst enemy. But, you know, also the world is doesn't make it easy for us either. You know, agreed. So, Tracy, for our listeners that don't know the book or the content, why don't you walk through sort of the setup of the book, how it works? And you, you've talked about how you want someone to open it and find what is meant for them. But talk a little bit about the structure and, and how you put it together and what one might expect when, when cracking the book open for the first okay. time. Okay, I would love to. So what I learned in my self-help process was the power of our thoughts, controlling our thoughts because mine were very negative. You know, the typical, you're not enough. You're not thin enough. You're too old. Like your ship has sailed. Um, And then just the ruminating of, um, especially with my ex-husband, I'm now divorced, but a lot of anger there that I would just play over the dialogue or the conversation we had or the text message he had sent me, you know, and I would find myself going there when I really didn't have another thought to focus on. So it's kind of like I realized that our our brains really are kind of lazy and they just like to go with the familiar past. So if I wasn't being intentional with what I was thinking about in the direction I was going, my mind would just take over and we'd say, oh, well, that right there, that is fire. Yes. And my mind would just go, okay, well, let's go here. Let's, oh, that made you mad. And she said that. And, <laughs> you know, he did this. And, and so, and then I'd have to say, I would literally say, okay, nope, no, I've already gone around that mountain and I'm not going again. I'm, I'm going up the mountain. I'm not going to go around it. And so I realized that I had to have food to feed my mind when I really didn't have something to focus on. Well, what could I say? And so then I began to, to research, you know, powerful words. Well, what does God say about me? You know, what does God say I am? And so then that led me on a journey of, of finding the words, finding the scripture. And then I also wanted to find quotes that other wonderful, beautiful souls have quoted. And, um, and so then I would, I began to just pull quotes together to just reaffirm that word. And so they're all just affirmations of what God does say about us. And other people have come to these same truths. And so I just picked, I think there are 55 words and they're, 
the first one in the book is I am God's masterpiece because I really want people to see themselves as God's masterpiece. We are all beautiful. And I've always said, when I see a beautiful woman walk in the room, I don't, I don't think, well, who does she think she is? Look at her in that dress. And look, <laughs> I'm like, dang girl, you look, you look good. You know, I want to know your secret because Laura, you and I both know it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to show up in the world, you know, with your hair done and your makeup on and you've got a nice outfit on and you've got the energy and you, and, and you have the love also to give, like you're not so in yourself, in your head, in your ego that you can't reach out and compliment or even smile at another beautiful woman. And so I just wanted to say, yeah, we, we really need to start lifting each other up and be there for each other. And it's not a competition. It's not a competition. Um, the thing that um, I, I love to hear, and it really was an eye opener for me, was like, if you succeed and you're experiencing an abundance in your life, that doesn't mean that there's not enough for me to do the same. If anything, I my hope is that we would look at someone else's success and say, well, if she can do it, then I can do it. Let me learn from her. Absolutely. So, so the book is, is just full of, Af you know, the word, the scripture to back it up and then beautiful quotes, um, from, from other people who have, you know, done the work, gone before us, realized, yeah, that's really at the end of the day, it's really about loving and serving others. And when you can step into that flow you will begin to see your life change. And, um, and that was just such a huge rev revelation for me. So I want to share that. And I thank you so much. You know that many of my listeners are grandparents who are currently raising grandchildren. And I feel like in that environment, it is so easy to get lost in the day-to-day. -day. It's so easy to forget how valuable we are, how important we are, and how we feed into those kids, right? That's our next generation. And so for us to bring just this book, these ideas and these thoughts to my audience is I think one of the highest gifts that, that I want to give to them. So is there anything along those lines that you specifically would want to say to a grandparent that's raising a grandchild, something that came to mind for you? Well, first of all, I just want to applaud and honor all the grandparents that are raising their grandchildren because that is not an easy role to step into. It takes a lot of sacrifice and it takes a lot of energy, <laughs> you know, and it's like at my age, I, I kept my two grandsons Friday night so my daughter could go out on a date with her husband. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the clock two hours in thinking, I don't know, I don't know if I have much more left in me, when are they going to be home? So I just, I just want to say to your listeners, thank you. And you do matter and you matter in a big way to that child. And that child may not even realize what you've brought 
into their life until they're an adult. But I just want to say it's an honorable role to fill. Yes, it's exhausting, but if you could look at it on the days when you're struggling and just say, you know what, I, I am in charge of this precious little soul and I don't have to do this. I get to do this. Like I get to be their grandparent. And so it kind of, you, again, you're, you're kind of doing your thought control where you, you, you change it. I mean, I, I liken it to when I'm having to wash the dishes or I'm having to, you know, vacuum or whatever. It's not my favorite thing to do. And one day God got a hold of me and he said, you know, you really should be thankful that you have a house to clean because a lot of people don't, you know, they're in a rental house or they're, or they don't even have a home. And I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Lord. You're right. So just to change your perspective and, and, and I know it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy to do, but just if, if those moments that you have that creep in, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this, or I don't want to go to that PTA meeting, or I don't want to do the soccer practice or whatever, you know, if you could just kind of change that mindset to, you know what, I get to do this for her. Like she's the light. He, that little boy is the light. And to be able to nurture and, and mold another little soul, it is a privilege, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just want to say, after saying all that, that self-care, you know, and you and I know it's hard to carve out time for self-care, but sometimes self-care can just be as simple as fixing you a cup of coffee or, or a tea or whatever you like and closing your eyes for five minutes, maybe while you're in the carpool line waiting to pick up and just you know, kind of go in, close your eyes, get quiet, quiet your mind and just think, you know what? This is a hard job, but I am the person for the job. I am the person that loves them more than anyone else on the face of the earth. I am the person that brings them support and safety and I'm their protector and I'm good. I'm good. I'm the right person for this job. And just do that self-love talk. It's so important. It's so important how we speak to ourselves because how we show up in the world, I mean, they say children and dogs are the two things that you can't pull. They read our energy, you know, they read our energy and they know they can pick up when we're not happy. I know my all three of my daughters would do this for me. My middle one was, is more, I think, intuitive than the other two, although they'll be mad at me when they hear this. But <laughs> I would be upset trying to hide my pain or my fear or whatever from the girls. And my middle daughter would come up to me and she'd say, what's wrong, mom? And I go, oh, nothing, baby, nothing. It's good. And she'd say, no, really, what's wrong? I can sense it. And I would tell her the truth. And she'd say, mom, it's going to be okay. We've got this, you know? So they read us is my point. They read us. They know when we're down, they love it when we're happy. And so, you know, our energy matters. Our energy matters. Of course, our words matter. One thing I share in the book is like, we've always known the power of our words. Our words have power, Mm -hmm. but I know for me, I didn't realize 
how powerful our energy is as well. And that we have to, if we can align both our thoughts and our energy, we're unstoppable. And we get to choose that, believe it or not. We get to choose. We can. We choose how we show up. We choose the energy that we want to bring. We do. I would encourage all of our listeners to get the book. We certainly will include information on where to get that in the link. But Tracy, do you want to share? Where can they go find the book and give them all that information, where to find you, where to buy the book and all that good stuff? Yes, I'll be happy to. Thank you. Um, The book right now is available on Amazon. And it's easiest to find if you search um, just my name, Tracy Popham, P-O-P-H-A-M. And then my website is tracylpopham.com. My Instagram ID is tracy.popham. And Facebook is Tracy L. Popham. And they can find me all there. And, and, you know, they can send me direct messages or whatever. I'd love to hear from them. That sounds great. I am so glad that we connected and that we could talk a little bit about the book. I'm so excited to finish it and we will be giving away a couple of copies of the book. So more detail to come on our Instagrams uh, for that, but we definitely will be putting that out there in hopes to get some of these out for others to use. What's next for you, Tracy? You have so much in the works and I'd love to share what's next for you. Yes. So next for me is, is a book dedicated completely to controlling your thoughts and the mind body connection. And also, you know, just teaching people the power of meditation, the power of silence. We, you know, we're such a digital society, Facebook and Instagram were down yesterday and people realize that, oh my God, I really am addicted to that. And having the, just the knowledge of knowing that we weren't wired that way. We weren't wired to be on, so to speak, all the time. And, and that there really is uh, power in meditation and silence. And in those moments, sometimes you see the breakthrough that you need, that you're looking for. And then the other thing I'm doing that I'm super excited about is supplements. I have a lot of supplements that are coming out. And one of them is, uh, of course, fat burner. (laughs) And then one of them is, it's called Restore. And it's just kind of helps regulate and balance the hormones in our bodies. When do you expect all the the line of supplements to be out? The supplements I'm hoping within two weeks. Wow, that's wonderful. They can find information on your website about the supplements as well? Yes. Yep. I will have a link to the supplements when those are uh, up and available. And, and then of course my podcast, I'm trying to get that one started. And I, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to do a survey, but I'm thinking of either doing live, live by design or living by design or fabulous fit and free. I kind (laughs) of like the last one better. (laughs) Fabulous fit and free, you know? So I'll be anxious to see what the results of your survey are. I know. know. (laughs) They both sound very fun. Yes. Tell me about the supplement process. Is that something that you have used or are you designing or how does that work? So that works. That is a, it can actually be tailored to your chemistry, to Hmm. your makeup, but the others, yes, I've used them and it is a small pharmaceutical lab and they 
only buy the freshest, best ingredients. And so they can, everything's fresh. Like it's not sitting on a shelf somewhere, just waiting to be purchased. And so they are just kind of formulating it as it's ordered, but then they can also even take it a step further. And if you, if you give like your blood work or some of it's as easy as spitting in the saliva test, Hmm. it can actually look and see what you're deficient in or what you have too much of. Wow. That's amazing. And tailor it to you. I think I need Um, it in my life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited about that because I mean, you know, I would love that. I would love to be able to tailor something to someone's individual needs because, you know, we go to the store, we stand there, we look at all the supplements, all the vitamins, all the things that they're like, which one, you know, and there is a difference. There's a difference in quality and Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was right up my alley too, because my mission is threefold. It's to speak to a woman's body, how she takes care of her body, exercise, water, diet, supplements, sleep. And then there's her spiritual side, her prayer life, meditation, the ability to be silent, to love herself. And then there's her soul, her mind. What is she feeding her mind? What is she allowing in her, all of her portals? What is she watching? You know, that, that matters. What is she listening to? That matters. So important for all of us. Well, Tracy, I so appreciate your time today. Do you have anything that you would like to leave our listeners with? Yes, I do. That they matter, that they're so important and that they're so honored in what they're doing with their life, giving into these grandchildren and being willing to step up to the plate and raise the hand and say, I'll do it. I'll do it. And, and they have so much to give. Never underestimate what you have to give, what your greatness is inside of you, that love that's in your heart for that little child. I mean, that's huge. And that child needs you. So thank you for stepping up and being that grandparent to that baby. It just makes my heart. I mean, I want to start crying. Yes, girl, thank you. These little souls are just so precious. (laughs) Well, again, I am just so thankful that our paths connected and that we're able to share with both our audiences. I do feel that the listeners of Joyfully Raising Grants will certainly benefit from your thoughts and ideas and from your book and whatever you have that come next. We certainly will be following along. Thank Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you. It was an honor. It really was. Thank you. As always, friends, thank you for listening. We appreciate you and would love to hear your feedback and comments. If you like our podcast and find value here, the best way to help us be a light to others is to leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or in our Instagram feed. And please share the link with a friend. We are so thankful for you. Before we close today, I wanted to share that we have an upcoming five-day summit. Each day, we will have a podcast guest on for a lunchtime episode. We have lined up some amazing folks for these five days and are so excited to share with you. Information and registration will be available soon. We hope that you have an inspired week using positive affirmations to awaken your highest self. See you here next week.